Did you pay attention a couple years ago during the 10-year challenge on Facebook? The challenge generated 5.2 million engagements on Facebook in just three days. The idea was to post a picture of yourself 10 years ago next to a current image and see how well you have aged. Well, what's the catch? The catch was that Facebook uses facial recognition software algorithms. Facebook was facing a problem. See what I did there? Anyways, people were aging so much in the last decade that facial recognition couldn't recognize them quickly anymore. So the 10-year challenge updated 5.2 million faces on their facial recognition software. I tell you this to tell you that, you know, we can get messed with when we think about details like this. It messes with our brains to think that most of what goes on in the world around us, there's some kind of catch involved with it. It's so easy to be scammed, and it's hard to trust in things. It's hard to believe in things without thinking there's some other kind of motive behind it. Well, because we've been programmed to live in a culture where it's so easy to be scammed, it can be hard for us to trust in anything. But today I want to talk to you about a resource that you can trust with everything that's inside of you. You can trust it with your life. You can trust it with your marriage. You can trust it with your finances. You can trust it with your career. And that book is the Bible, the Word of God. Well, in a world where scams and catches are everywhere, I want you to know that the Bible, the Word of God, is something that you can put your trust in. And it will not return void. It will never let you down. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about five reasons why you can trust the Bible. I am your host, Nathan French. Welcome to the Noteworthy Podcast. I also wanted to say thank you to UPCI Youth Ministries, uh, Campus Ministry International. They provided a resource talking about why you can trust the Bible, and that was the main source for the inspiration for this episode today. So guys, thank you for tuning in. It's going to be a great time, and I'm so glad you hit that play button. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Noteworthy Podcast. You doing okay today? You having a good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening? Well, hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you stopped by the podcast. Um, Because I think we have a noteworthy subject today. We're talking about five reasons why you can trust your Bible. That's right. I'm talking to you. Maybe you've been in church your entire life, and the devil's attacking you, and and the world is attacking the Word of God, the principles of the Word of God, 
And maybe you've been struggling with this, or maybe you've never struggled with this, but this is just going to reinforce your faith today. So either way, this is going to be a blessing to you today, and I'm excited to be a part of your day. 2 Timothy 3.15 says, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 16 goes on to say that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In our introduction, we hit on this, but I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been scammed? I mean, somebody just deceived you. Maybe you lost money because of it. Maybe you even lost a friend because of it. It doesn't feel good to be scammed. Have you ever heard the expression, what's the catch? This is an expression that means you think something is too good to be true. We are programmed in our culture to assume we are being scammed. Why? Because if you live long enough, you will eventually be a victim of dishonesty. And it's not a good feeling. One instance comes to my mind when uh, a young teenage boy knocked on my door and said, Hey, I'll mow your lawn for $20. I said, Great. You know, I'm a youth pastor, so when I see a young teenage boy out working hard, I'm thinking, that's somebody I want to support. He said, well, I, I, uh, I said, I have to go to church. I'm on my way to youth class. I invited him to youth class. I said, I'm on my way to youth class, but let me give you the $20 now and just make sure you mow it. Um, and I came home, and uh, the grass was not mowed, and I was out. Okay, so it's not a good feeling. My wife always teases me about this because I probably should have got suspicious when I realized that he was riding a bike and he had no lawnmower with him. Anyways, moving forward. (laughs) Okay, so in, in a world of scams, it can be hard to trust things. However, I would present to you today that there is one thing in this world you can put your trust in. There is no catch. There is no hidden agenda or motive. It's not a facade or a scam. In a world where there are lies all around us, you can't really trust the news, Facebook, social media, I want you to know that without a shadow of a doubt that the Word of God is true. You can count on the Word of God. The Word of God will lead you and guide you. The Word of God will help you make the right decisions. The Word of God is your roadmap that tells you how to get to heaven. If there's dust on your Bible, you're going to start to feel discouragement and question everything because the voice of truth is not speaking into your life. So I wanted to show you five five reasons because maybe one or two isn't good enough so I'm going to give you five reasons that I trust the Bible and that you should be able to trust the Bible too you can trust the Bible 40 individual writers on three different continents in different languages wrote 3,000,000 
566,480 letters, 810,697 words, 31,175 verses, 1,189 chapters, and 66 books over 1,500 years to produce one book, the Holy Bible. All right, friends, let's, let's do this. Let's jump into five reasons why you can trust your Bible. Number one, though written by man, the Bible is God's holy word. Scripture is a result of the divine inspiration of God. It is a God-breathed product and the result of the influence of the Spirit upon human writers. God used people back then for his purpose, just like he does now, to write down his words. Now, one of the number one arguments that I've heard against the validity of the word of God is, is the fact that it's written by men. It, people struggle with this. Humanity struggles with this because we know that humanity is imperfect. So it's, it's hard for us to wrap our mind around the fact that God could use imperfection to, use, uh, to, to write something that is infallible and in fact perfect. God has always used imperfect people to accomplish the perfect will of God. So let me ask you a question. Why do we approach this differently when it comes to his word? Because to, to stand on the argument that because men wrote the word of God that it must have errors in it must mean that God has errors in his plan and errors in his will because he's always used imperfect people. Throughout history, God used ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Think about this with me. Living hundreds of years apart, these individuals wrote in different places, times, and moods on three separate continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, in three separate languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. But they wrote with exceptional harmony. While human writers wrote down God's words, they reflected their language, their culture, their personality, education, experiences, circumstances, and style. Yet throughout the process, God guided each word so that they would accurately convey his message. I can't stress this enough, guys. God has always used people to accomplish his plan. The fact that the Bible was written by human beings over hundreds of years makes it that much more credible to me. This shows me that imperfect people can be used to accomplish the perfect will of God. Think about this. Asia, Africa, Europe, Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, all over the world, hundreds of years spread out. Not in, not in the same lifetime, yet they're writing in harmony the things of God, a consistency of the word of God. 
His word never contradicts itself. His word will never return void. It is pure. It is holy. And friends, you are going to be in trouble if you are trying to defend an imperfect Bible. If you can stand on this idea that there are errors in the Bible, then you are going to have a hard time defending it, friend. We have got to place our feet firmly on the ground and stand behind the fact that if God can preserve the world and if he can preserve us, then he is perfectly capable of preserving his word and making sure that even though it's been translated in English, you and I are reading the perfect words of God. And uh, just as just a side note here, I don't know about you, but I don't speak Greek. I don't read Hebrew. I don't read Aramaic. Now, uh, my father, Talmudge French, he can read Greek. He can read Hebrew, but I can't. So I don't know about you, but I'm really thankful that God allowed a translator to get his word to me. I think that's pretty amazing. So, so don't use the fact that the Bible has been translated against it. This just shows you the power of his word and the understanding throughout cultures that we all need to know the word of God, whether you speak English or Spanish or Greek or Hebrew or whatever. The word of God has been made available to us by his grace and his mercy. The second reason why you can trust God's word is God's word is pure, eternal, and trustworthy. This is the second reason. God's word is pure and cannot be corrupted, destroyed, or defeated. Now, I know people twist the word of God. They misuse the word of God. Sometimes they they take it out of context. But the pure word of God cannot be corrupted. Once God speaks, it is forever settled in heaven. It will not lie to those who trust in it. Psalm 12 and 6 says, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. God's word shines as a light in dark times and is forever settled in heaven. It will not pass away like the things of this earth. Psalm 119 and 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. If you're going through a hard time, if if you're having a bad day today, can I just encourage you to go pick up your Bible? Go grab your phone. It's available right there. Just go download the free Bible app. Go read the Word of God today and let His words wash over your life. The third reason that you can trust your Bible God's Word is a science book. The Bible made some outrageous claims when it was first written that were later established as scientific facts. The Bible was way ahead of its time in the world of scientific facts. How could ancient writers understand complex aspects of the known universe were it not for the help of divine inspiration? 
Understanding that God's word is a science book helps us understand that these words were truly given as inspiration of God. And man, the writer, the author, could not take the credit for it, that God was the author, that God was the writer. Think about some of these facts with me, these scientific facts, which I, I'm a nerd, so I enjoy you know, scientific facts and things like that. But think about this with me. Maybe you'll enjoy it. I mean, after all, sometimes it's nice to embrace the inner nerd within you. The life-sustaining role of the blood was mentioned in Genesis 9 and 4 and Leviticus 17 and 14. Think about this other scientific fact. The Bible talks about the vital role of the heart in blood circulation. That's Proverbs 14 and 30. Job 26 says that the earth hangs in outer space. I don't know about you, but I didn't see... um, astronauts or any spaceships flying around back in Job's day. Isaiah 40 and 22 talks about the roundness of the earth. Sorry to all the flat earthers out there. Isaiah talks about the roundness of the earth. Genesis 22 talks about the immense number of stars, far more than the eye can see. The water cycle in which rain on land originates in water evaporated from the ocean, Ecclesiastes 1 and 7. Yes, yeah, friends, your Bible is a science book. And don't let anybody convince you that you can't believe in science and believe in the Word of God at the same time. Absolutely a false statement, which we're not going to get into the, you know, the age of the earth or uh, evolution versus creation on this episode. Goodness, we'd be here a long time now. I do believe in a young earth, and I believe in creation, just to clarify that. But um, don't ever let somebody convince you that you can't believe in science. The, The flood and the fact that God spoke the world into existence and that man was created, that we didn't evolve, that we were created, this is scientific. This is scientific, very much so. There are many well known scientists that support the flood and support creation. Just because maybe your school or the the news outlets isn't talking about these scientists doesn't mean that they're not out there. The fourth reason that you can trust your Bible. God's Word is a history book. In 1948, a shepherd boy found ancient scrolls in a cave just a few miles southeast of Jerusalem near the Dead Sea. These ancient scrolls are referred to as the Dead Sea Scrolls and are considered on the most significant finds of the 20th century. They include a complete copy of the book of Isaiah and fragments of almost every Old Testament book. Scientific research showed that these scrolls were over 2,000 years old and had survived in the sand. They were an exact match to the Hebrew text. Well, I know you're saying, why is this such a big deal? Guys, this is a big deal. This shows modern Bible readers, in case you're wondering, that's you and me listening to this podcast. Okay, 
This shows modern-day Bible readers that what they read remains pure and has been amazingly preserved from generation to generation. The Dead Sea Scrolls were historical documents that reminded history and archaeology that the Bible is trustworthy and very much could be preserved. Our fifth and final reason that we're going to discuss today on why you can trust the Bible is that God's Word is a futuristic book. That's right. The Bible speaks to the future. The Bible is like a time machine. Let's look at some facts here. In May of 1948, Israel became an officially recognized nation. Thousands of Jews returned to Israel from every corner of the world. Over 2,500 years before 1948, it was prophesied to occur by prophets in the Old Testament, Isaiah 11, Jeremiah 29, and Amos chapter 9. In 70 AD, a Roman army led by General Titus destroyed an entire city. The destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD is fulfilled biblical prophecy. Nearly 40 years before 70 AD, Jesus said it would happen. In Matthew 24 and 2 and Luke 19 verse 43, the prophet Micah was able to look ahead and speak of the coming Messiah. Micah predicted where the Messiah would be born and also what would happen to him leading to his death. Over 300 prophecies spoken in the Old Testament were later fulfilled in the New Testament hundreds of years later. The Bible is not just a history book. The Bible speaks to the future. You can trust your Bible. Stand on the Word of God. Love the Word of God. Teach the Word of God. Give Bible studies. Help people understand the truth, the powerful truth in this book that will transform their lives. Guys, the world needs the apostolic church to learn to trust the Bible again. You can trust the Word of God. And and can I just uh, throw this in here free for maybe some of the young people that feel called to ministry that might be listening. You don't have to impress anybody with grand illustrations or thoughts that they've never pondered before. No, just let the word of God transform lives. Preach the word of God. I love illustrations. I love a good story. But a good illustration won't send somebody to heaven. But when you preach the word of God, when you preach Acts 2.38, then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When you start preaching repentance and baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, that is when lives become transformed. Can I encourage you, trust the word of God, Believe in the word of God and declare the word of God. Declare it and inspect it. Dive deep into it. You can trust it. The deeper you dive, the more you will find its validity. Let's pray together. Jesus, I want to thank you 
for your word today. God, I want to laser focus in on the fact today that your words are true. That anything that you have spoken is still true today. That it still applies to my life today. I pray that you would encourage somebody that's listening right now. That you'd give them a boldness to trust your word, to believe your word, to study your word, and to love your word. For surely it's your words that created this world and spoke everything into existence. It's the reason that we're here. And we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, guys, this has been a really fun conversation today. I've just really had a great time getting to talk about this with you. I love you. I believe in you. Keep living for God, would you? And and by the way, keep serving. You're making a difference in your church. You're making a difference in this world. You just keep doing what you're doing and keep growing. And you are going to have a noteworthy life, friends. I love you. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I'm your host, Nathan French. And we'll see you next time. God bless.